Emotional intimacy in marriage is so important because it's that ability to share your inner world with your partner and then also to feel that felt experience of your partner, like receiving and connecting with you in your inner world. When we cut ourselves from our emotion, there's really a sense of where in marriage we create a block to having this deeper felt experience down deep on the inside. And so I think it's so important for partners to really be able to ask themselves, you know what, am I really able to connect with what I'm feeling? Because when you need to have that sense of like connection, even within you, but then being able to feel the joy and the warmth and the support of, of sharing your inner world and feeling your partner kind of say, you know what, wow, I see your sadness and that makes so much sense to me. I can feel what you're going through right now. Wow, this is a really hard place, but I'm with you in this place right now. Man, what a profound sense of connection that just makes you feel like your marriage is a safe haven. Like there's this just deeper level of a bond in your relationship. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. Man, Nicola, it's awesome to be back in our series where we're talking about intimacy and we're talking mm-hmm. about like the five aspects of intimacy. And today we're going to be specifically talking about emotional intimacy. Right. And once again, just to reorient uh, everyone to this, when we're talking about emotional intimacy, we're really talking about that ability for one, each individual, each partner mm-hmm. being able to say, wait, what's going on? What am I feeling? And why are feelings important in this aspect? Because the way kind of I frame it is emotions are signals that God has given mm-hmm. us to help us know what's going on within our hearts, what's going on in our inner worlds, that kind of emotions are signals about how we're reading the environment, how we're doing in connection with him and with each other. Right. So for me to cut myself off from my felt experience, what is then happening is I really disconnect myself from what's going on in the my circumstances. environment. Yeah, Not just in, I, connect, I disconnect myself from my relationship with God and with other people. Right. And really, when you really think about emotional intimacy, I think one of the best pictures or ways maybe I can help people find it is just really think about those moments in the times, a time when you were feeling really, really down and someone was able to respond to you in a way that encouraged you, that made you feel like this person gets me or I'm not alone here. Or even though this place where I'm at is hard or it sucks or this loss and this pain hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. But it's still, even while I'm here, it feels so good to have this person with me. And usually it's because somehow that person's conveyed, I get what you're feeling and I'm with you in it. I'm okay with your sadness. Your sadness makes sense. I see it. Your grief makes sense. I see it. I'm with you. Or even that's like the sad way, but I even think in joy. Mm -hmm. Think about a time when you've had a great celebratory moment. You've been happy. You got a promotion or whatever. And you think about that person. You were ready to go tell about it. What is it about that person? And I think usually what it is with that person is, wow, they can come into your joy and they join in your joy with you. It is a shared, joyful experience. Mm -hmm. And so that's like the power of being able to have an emotional intimacy in a relationship. Yeah, that's really good. I think you talk even about the creating of the safe safe haven and I just think it's so beautiful being able to, you know, connect within and yeah, having that safe haven and 
just being also able to experience even the the relational like a sense of contentment within the relationship it just helped to that enjoyment of marriage in and of itself as a whole mm-hmm. you know yeah. being able to open you and connect you to that yeah and it, it is so profound but there can be some times where couples might say well, where it could be hard because sometimes emotions aren't safe for people. Yeah. And it's because true. usually what I find when they say it's not safe, it's like literally, I say literally. Not knowing how to. Not handle. Or there's been times when I let myself go to that emotional vulnerable place. And either mm. I was shamed for it. Uh, I was left alone in that place. Right. Or I was told this was a bad part bad. of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what I see for those people, and I've seen it in me, is that also leads to a dark place. Because then to try and do something, because literally what you're doing is you're trying to beat God's design in your life. Right. Because I hate, I have to say this, right? God made us with feelings and feelings came before the fall. And those feelings are really meant to be something good that helps us connect with God and others. So when I shut myself off from my feelings, I literally, and I can't pick and choose. Sometimes we like, oh, I don't want sadness, or I don't want this, I don't want that. But you can't pick and choose. Literally to say, I don't want sadness, hurt, pain, which I I get nobody wants that. Right. But to try and like literally ignore them. The dark side of that is you go numb. And what I mean by that is you lose joy, you lose happiness, you lose. Or at least dull it. You definitely. Because (laughs) what happens is Mm -hmm. emotions are felt physiological experiences with real deep soul implications. Mm -hmm. I know that was a quick little line, but they are deep know, physiological experiences with soul implications to them. Meaning, so what happens is you, your body begins to even physiologically feel it. And then we assign meaning to our emotions. And what happens is when our body begins to feel, if we've guarded ourselves against our feelings, any kind of physiological sense, like emotions rising up Mm -hmm. can send off this signal of, oh no, something is And then you've got to shut it down. Mm -hmm. So your body literally gets confused. It's trying to trigger you and warn you about something in relationship or or around you. But then you try and send this message to the body like, no, no, bad. Don't do that and shut it down. I mean, you're less, it doesn't, it can't keep doing that. Yeah. Right. And that leads to like depression, anxiety, and just all, I mean, just fatigue, bodily symptoms. Because you end up really putting yourself in a hole to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not allowing yourself to experience what you're dealing with going through. Like you said, it could be sadness or gladness or everything in between. Um, so you don't even experience that. And other people don't really get to experience you fully. That's right. And I think in a way Whoa. too, you're beginning to cut yourself off from even the almighty one, you know? That's right, yeah. So I think it just kind of leaves you. Uh, we talked about isolation and loneliness mm-hmm. a couple podcasts ago. And so I feel like it just, kind of even help put you into that space too right right right. can i catch a line you just said which is important okay and i think husband and wives feel it but i definitely hear a lot from wives in a sense is you said and other people don't even get to experience you which is really where we're going with this this series (laughs) is in marriage one of the number one complaints really for marriages is this sense of we just don't feel close anymore. We're not connected. We're not. Yeah. Our intimacy levels are low and we want to feel close again. Even for husbands, like I know that sounds like it could sound like a female statement, but husbands really do feel it. Mm-hmm. So even when a wife begins to maybe and I'm going to use the classic example where the wife is more the one that pursues and wants emotional connection, which, you know, husbands do, too. But what happens for that wife is after a while of maybe feeling like her husband doesn't get her emotional world, like he's not going to connect with her. There becomes 
a place where she's like, I can't allow myself to feel anymore because if I keep doing this, it's going to keep hurting. So the way Mm -hmm. I keep myself from hurting is to keep from feeling. Then she goes cold and she goes numb. Yep. And you know Mm -hmm. what? The husband feels it and that shift happens. And then all of a sudden he misses her and it's like, whoa, she's cold. She's numb. She's unreachable. And she's indifferent towards me. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one way to think about it. Uh, so I just thought when you said that other people don't get to experience, to experience you, but mm-hmm. wives also feel it on the other side. Like the wives, like I want to know your emotional world. I want to feel like I know you and like I connect with you in a very deep felt way. Right. Yeah. And when that's not happening, you definitely, again, experience the same ones. You feel shut out. You feel like, oh, I don't know how to yeah. break into <laughs> what's yeah. the secret code to break into mm-hmm. his emotional space or mind or what's going on. What's, you know. And I think all of us need to say, what's what's the code to break in to our, our emotional worlds and the emotional worlds of other people? Because I tell you, that is a profoundly connecting, changing place. And I'll even say it's a very biblical place. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is that's what God does to us. Mm-hmm. He allowed like even like in I think it's in Romans. I wish I could quote it right now, but it's. When he talks about like, even for a good man, some would scarcely die, but for a sin, no one would do that. But while you were dead in your sins, literally, you know, in some way, I know that's not necessarily emotional, but like he's con- like the writer Paul is connecting. Like when you were in the lowest of low in your life, in your pit, God came and connected with you there and transformed your world. Or even where it says, you know, we do not have a high priest that cannot identify with our sufferings, but in every way, mm. in every way. Mm. In other words, there's no place emotionally, whatever, that God sees you everywhere and he can connect with you in those places. And it's just transformative and powerful and connecting. Yeah. And so I guess somewhat why we're bringing this up and yeah, we've talked about this and maybe in a couple other podcasts, but because it's real and it's transformative and like couples like, well, give me something practical. But the problem I guess I've seen as a helper is when you try and give practical tools to couples who are not connected, it's like almost like trying to, Mm. (laughs) I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a tool metaphor. It's like trying to hammer a nail into a wall with a screwdriver in a way. I don't know. Maybe that's not the best analogy, but the point but is, I think it's definitely if you don't have that emotional connection, the tool doesn't matter. The tool. I mean, you may or use you it for it. a little bit. It's like, okay, I guess I need to do this. So bam, bam, bam. I did it. All right. Mm-hmm. It's done. And then it's just kind of like, well, let's see. It didn't work. We're not anywhere closer to each other. You still know. have that gap there. And what I've really seen with couples is when they get emotional connected, boom, it's like all of a sudden this creativity, exactly. this inspiration, it's like they're united and nothing can be held back from them right. once they get connected. Now, I'm not saying like and there even, might be times when you come in with like this book here, or this like idea here, but when they're not connected, it's like you hand them a book and then they hit each other with it. Right. <laughs> or you tell them to go on date nights and then they fight in a way. Right. Because we're not connected. Right. I and love how you- Particularly here, it's like this emotional aspect mm-hmm. because emotions go up. Emotions help us connect. And so when we can't connect in each other's emotions, we should feel frustrated. We should feel- It makes sense to feel frustrated because it's like literally one, sometimes I'm frustrated with me. I can't even connect with the parts of me to let you know what's going on with me, Mm -hmm. which cuts off connection. Mm -hmm. But then even if I share it, it's like times I try and share with you. And it's like, I send a good I signal out to it you or, or, yeah, or you turn away from me. That's uh-huh. rejection. And that's painful. Yeah. Who wants to deal with rejection? Not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So no. I don't know. This is, this is such a big topic to me. It is a 
It's a good one. It's a big one. I like how you're saying how once a person can get that sense of openness towards their connection to each other, then I feel like you're, you you feel the sense of hopefulness towards yeah, not only good. within your own self, but towards your marriage union, you know? And even at that space of connection, it's just like, okay, maybe we don't know how to do some things, but we feel good towards each other. I feel good in, within myself. We can find the resources. And I think that's when... You know, couples go for the counseling. They figure out getting around other couples and, you know, being able to borrow ideas to keep that thriving going, you know, starting to pray together or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that because mm-hmm. you're more open towards each other. Yeah. And I guess I want to help make this a little bit more tangible for people. So that way, because we do want this once again to help inspire and equip people. And so when I think about emotion, when we think about it, sometimes we can think about it just through one dimension. I want to kind of break those dimensions down to help put the emotional experience together for people to say, I don't know how to do this, James, kind of help give me something to think through. And I got this kind of in some of my counseling trainings with with some great mentors of mine. And so they kind of put into what they call, uh, I don't know where they got it from, but they put into what they call temp. And with temp, what they say is like to help put our emotional experience together. And this happens so fast. Your emotional experience happens in like fractions of a second. (laughs) But when we can slow the tape down sometimes and for our couples out there listening that in in your prayer meditation time, sometimes maybe something happened you had a miss or something's going on in you and you want to share it with your partner, but you don't know how. This could be something you could kind of go think through this temp acronym and the T being kind of like, what triggered me in this moment? Mm. What was the thing right before I noticed my emotion that maybe got me going? And usually it's something really small. Couples, like even it's like the look on a face, the sound of a voice, (laughs) a breath, like those micro expressions, Uh right? Maybe a memory popped up in your mind or something that triggered a memory, but Mm -hmm. but what still there's a trigger. And then the E in that is like, what is the emotional experience? And typically sometimes we say, pay attention to your body. Sometimes when we don't have words to convey, but our hearts want to say there's a song there. Yeah. um, Oh, Nicola sang on the air. Is what is what, even what's that bodily experience I had? I felt this sinking down in my gut. Mm. I just felt this warmth go down the back of my neck. And my heart speeding up. Yep, I felt this heaviness on mm-hmm. my chest. It felt like bricks on my back kind of thing. What was that felt experience you had in that moment? This warmth welled up in my heart and I just felt, oh, you know, what was that emotional experience there that felt bodily experience? And what's the meaning you make? Because that's really where we lo- lose it with emotion. You know, even one researcher said that really emotions are universal to people, all cultural groups, that we all have happiness, sadness, fear, anger, those kind of things. But we assign in cultures, we have different kind of like values or meanings that we assign to these emotions. So even when you that trigger happened, you had that emotional experience. What did that feeling in your body? What did that emotion kind of what is the meaning you make of it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm angry and it's because you violated my rights or you don't care about me or you never do this. Oh, so I get it. That makes sense. This anger makes so much sense now because what this anger is saying to you is I literally like you, you don't care about what I feel. You just violate mm-hmm. my standards. Okay. I get it. That makes sense. Or I just felt this sinking in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And when this, when, when I tried to tell my partner about how I felt and she said she didn't have time for it. And I just felt this sinking in my stomach. What did that sinking in your stomach kind of say to you? It just said to me, like, I don't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't matter. She doesn't have time for me and I'm alone. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what that emotion was telling you and how you're making sense of this experience. Right. And then the next part is, so that's T-E-M, trigger, emotion, memory, kind of meaning making. And then protection. Because we all, when we have these places and we get triggered and we have these feelings and we try to make meaning out of it or protection or, or action tendency, which I know that doesn't fit into it. But what do you do with that? Doing, yeah. What do you do? with That's the key. What do you do? And most times when we're not living in a really secure and connected place, we move towards protection, which mm-hmm. takes us away from connection. Mm-hmm. And so when you felt like that, I'm going with the guy with, I felt the sinking in my stomach and it felt like I don't matter. And right. So what did you do with that? I just went away into the garage and just start working on my car. Right. Because at least in the garage, I won't be rejected. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa. Okay. Wow. That mm-hmm. makes so much sense mm-hmm. that when you tried to share with your wife and she just turned away from you, the emotion you felt in you was this sense of the sinking in your stomach and the sadness kind of came on you. And the way you make sense of it is she doesn't have time for me. I'm mm-hmm. not really that important to her. Mm-hmm. And what you do with that is you end up going away into your garage mm-hmm. because what happens for you in that garage, I won't get rejected. I won't right. be hurt. Okay. I get it. And so you're not going in that garage really because you don't care about her. You don't want to be around her. Really. You're going out to that garage as a way protect to protect yourself mm-hmm. because what you really want in this place is you want to be able to kind of share what, what's going on in your world with her. Mm-hmm. Is that what you really want? You want, you need her support. Yeah. That's what I need. I need her support. Right. Wow. That's not right. the message she got in this place. Mm-hmm. So what you really need to share with her is really in this place. It's like, I felt this sadness in me and I felt like I was alone. What I really need is to be able to share this place with you. Like your support matters to me. Right. Wow. Right. And then when the wife can then say like, whoa, I didn't know he felt this sense of sadness. Yeah. I didn't know that my support meant that much to him. Or right. That becomes a transformative connecting experience for them mm-hmm. in their relationship. Plus next time he just need to bring up this conversation when she's not in the kitchen cooking and the child is holding on to her leg. She really wanted to just listen, but she was trying to hurry up and get dinner done. Whoa. So even for you, like when he came, when he started, <laughs> so when he started talking to you, what happened for you? I, I felt I, I, I felt like hurried. I felt like focused on what I needed to get done so I could put oh, some food yeah. on the table for everybody and for you, boo. You know, it's wow. so, so you, in like, a way like what I'm kind of picking up is like you just you're overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed right now. Oh, I even so hear you that. Matter. I just needed to get this stuff done real quick. Yeah, and when you feel overwhelmed and you felt that panic in that moment and you want to do all these things, but you can't do them all at one time. I how do you make can't. sense of that? I don't even know. Just one thing at a time and yours is not right now. Oh, uh, that's what it was. You felt overwhelmed in that place and it's like, I don't know what to do but the one thing i can do is try and just put one thing at a time mm-hmm. wow so you bad honey come out the garage <laughs> right. let's talk yeah, at you, 9 p.m yeah kids are in bed everybody's bed yeah but it's like you know and i know like we're in a sense like that was a, a spontaneous role play in a way but it is it's like how can we learn to like have these different conversations yeah. and like even in that place it's like how do we connect with that emotional world because mm-hmm. what, what typically happens in that situation when we're not emotionally sharing what we're connecting with what's happening in us or what's happening to the other person is we start debating content back and forth right and then that's where it gets into <laughs> you could have easily been messy. like you don't you know because the husband could have just easily been an attacker instead of sharing his emotions like you don't care about me. And right. she's like, well, you don't care about me. You don't ever help me with anything around the house. I do this, 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 and this. And then he could have come back with, well, I go to work and I did this, 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 and this, and this. And then we just get into a match about fighting back and forth. And it's like, right. and really her sense of feeling overwhelmed and him needing emotional support and feeling alone never get talked about in that back and forth content True. conversation. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's the big part is how do we slow down and make space for being able to know what's triggering us, that emotional sense, that bodily arousal, that, that what we felt in that place, and then knowing how we make meaning of it. And then what do we do with these emotions that we have? Right. Do we try and share them with the other person? Do we go away in protection? Do we attack the other person right. in a way to try and protect ourselves? Or can we halt, you know, find a moment where neither of us are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, the timing for it to bring up these things that your emotions matter and what you need to say and correspond with your spouse about and and vice versa. It does matter and give the meaning that it matters and finding a good timing together. Um, And so you can do that. I had to do that right then because that was an excellent point. (laughs) Remember that emotions really do matter. Yes. And learn how to make space and time. And it's not like, let me make sure I say time because couples are so busy already so busy it's learning how to catch those moments that are already happening when you're together true, true. about catching like man and then make it i think we've said this on one podcast uh, i got this from um my mentor ryan Rayner, but he said like you know couples need to make time for attunement check-ins mm, mm-hmm. and being able to say like you know what like let's check in like let's look, make sure we have space where we know what's going on in each other's inner right, worlds right and that felt sense of closeness, once again, is a form of intimacy and connection. Right. Like I, It's not just about going through the calendars or just talking about events of the workday. But it's like, you know, what are you feeling? How are you doing it in your heart deep down in you? Because I want to hear that. And then it's even good for you, not just to hear for your partner, but to be able to have the experience of sharing your inner world with your partner. Right. And then feeling them respond back to your inner world. Mm-hmm. And then you also making space for your partner to share their inner world with you. And then you respond back to them. And that's intimacy right there. It is yes. a felt sense of closeness. So we thank you so much once again for listening to the More Excellent We podcast. We hope you've been equipped and inspired to go about your relationship with God and each other in a more more excellent excellent way. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.